For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be here? This morning, you want to tell your neighbor, I'm happy to be here. Shake your neighbor. Just shake your neighbor. And oh, and tell that, may you love God. Oh, take your neighbor's smile. I, you know, I, I was amazed this morning at the scripture the prophet said that in the house of God is where the fullness of joy is. And we should come to church to be happy. Not to come and be blasted or be fired or faced. And this is where we are happiest. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Tell someone I'm happy to be here. But asking your face is suspect. Telling your face, what you are saying on your face doesn't line up. Hallelujah. But I believe that as we learn these things, we change. You know, we change. Um, This morning, we are adopting a new format for our service um, I believe that praying with the prophets in the morning is very powerful how many agree with me yeah it's it is very you see don't come to church to be entertained or don't come to church to entertain others we come to church to meet God and when there is somebody who knows God better than we do we want to hear from him when there's somebody who prays much much more powerful prayer than i do i want to hear from him and to pray with him i want to ask freeman you and prophet who prays more powerfully you us prophet yes put your hands together for the prophet and and you see some of us tap your neighbor i think he's talking to you some of us you haven't prayed one hour in a long time tap your neighbor and add your finger to your neighbor. Some of us, actually, is you I'm talking to. Is you I'm talking to. You haven't prayed one hour in a long time. And this morning we have prayed over an hour. By being here at seven, we were trying to flow with the prophet. And we have prayed, it's quarter, half past eight. We have had a beautiful time of prayer. How many agree with me? Oh, yes. It means next week be here at seven to start with him. And then we'll continue. And then at a point, we just pass somewhere, have our short service, then we go home. Is it a good idea? It's a good idea. Check your neighbor's smile. Are you smiling? Are you smiling? Put your hand on your neighbor's heart. Be careful with the lady. Check. Is there joy in your heart? Is there joy in their hearts? Do you feel the heart beating? Pam, pam. Joy, 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 joy. Do you feel it? You feel it. You feel it. There's joy coming. Put your hands together. There's joy coming. And, and, and we, will, we will be happy in the Lord. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. I said we will be happy in the Lord. You will have a good life. You will enjoy this week. 
it will be the best week of your life this is the week when you will see breakthrough and blessings come from above whatever problem you have this week it is being solved or eradicated because the holy spirit one on prayer we pray this morning the holy spirit to lead us away from our own choices to his choices how many of us have ever made a choice and it was very wrong you made a very bad choice it pained you pa can i see your hand oh only a few uh, uh-huh you made a very bad when you finished it you said oh me pa what have i done and that is where he says holy spirit guide us away from our choices to his choice because his choice is perfect psalm 18 he makes our way perfect may god make your way perfect and may you enjoy this week like never before father thank you so very very much for every blessing that we have in this house in your church Um, let this service be an encounter with you not entertainment not a formality not an event that happens once a week but a time to meet God and to be in his presence and to live after he talks to us. Thank you that Lord today will be the best day of this week. Bless everyone here this morning as we gather and help us to do the very best we can. In Jesus' mighty name and all the saints said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Well, welcome to February, the second month of the year. Are you surprised? It's already moving so fast. And um, this month, we have a theme. Uh, It is, am I good for nothing? Am I good for nothing? Hallelujah. And it is from Prophet's book of the same title, Am I Good for Nothing? From Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 and verse... 13 Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13 hallelujah and it says ye are the talking about you are the one he's talking to oh, some of you didn't say it. you are the one he's talking to ye are the salt of the earth but if the salt has lost his savour his savour his taste wherewith shall it be salted it is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men hallelujah i didn't hear a good amen Amen. if bible says you are the salt of the earth and if the salt has lost its salty taste it is no longer of any use it is now very very useless and you can't salt salt it is salt you know, and so it becomes useless. And it says it's only good for nothing but to be thrown away and trampled, walked upon by the foot of men. I, I don't, you see, even your shoes, you don't walk on them, you wear them. Do you understand? Are you here this morning? There, there's nothing, when something is walked upon, it is the lowest state of uselessness if you are there and then you see your shirt on the ground and somebody's going to step on it 
you shout, hey, 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 bring my dress. Even if your book, your, am I not saying the right thing? Are you here this morning? Yeah, if anything of yours of value, of value is on the ground and somebody's going to step on it, the first thing is, hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. Bring my thing back. When something is worked upon, it means it is the lowest. How many have a dress that is now a rag? You have a dress or a shirt. It's now a rag you use to either to clean your shirt. Can I see your hand? Yeah. Will you ever wear it again? Or only once more? Once more. It is condemned forever. It, even if a good shirt by mistake, somebody walks upon it with muddy footprints, in your mind it's gone. It's finished. Because when it is trampled upon by the foot of man, it's like a sport. Hallelujah. And it says that when salt is not salty, its only place now is where men can walk upon it. It means it has gone from being very valuable. Do you know that the word salary comes from salt? Yeah, salary. It comes from salt because in the olden times, they used to pay people with a, a small bag of salt. That was your salary. And then because salt was very unavailable, it was very necessary in the kitchen for cooking, but they couldn't get it. And so you are paid in salt, then this salt you go to town and butter for other things. So you take the salt, and the man who has vegetables has no salt. So Charlie, get some small salt and give me tomatoes. And then you go to another man who has meat, he has cattle, but has no source of salt. Because many places, there's no salt. You see, salt is from the coast. And many inland places, there's no salt. So it must come from the coast upland. And then they take a pinch of salt, give me two cows. Then you take the two cows and then you get a little salt. There we go. Then we are happy. Because if you don't have cows, he doesn't have salt. Salt was very, very important. And when it is not salty, it is dropped to the lowest level of importance. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? And Bible says, you are salt. Amen. Bible says, you are salt. Do you know what it means? Write this down. I am salt. Either I am important if I am salty or I am more than useless if I am not. Write it down. I am salt. I am the salt of the earth. Either I am very important if I am salty or I am more than useless if I am not. Check your neighbor's face. Are you still smiling? We came to church to be happy. We didn't come to church to hear bad news. But if you're not salty, we can't also not tell you the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Have you written it? Yeah. If I am salty. I am the most important person. And, and some of you 
truly you are the most important person in your family but you don't know yet you, you are still young and still growing and not very anointed not very spiritual yet but you are the most important person just tap your liver stay alive for 20 more years and grow in your Christianity and you will see that one day they will come and ask you for advice hallelujah one day tell somebody one day one, one day a certain foolish boy when I say foolish boy I mean foolish boy I'm not joking a foolish boy absolutely foolish boy he became born again but I was still foolish but we were working on him and one day after some years we had a meeting a retreat that we are holding in town and he said he can't come why he's going for a family meeting i said family meeting we have heard some before oftentimes when you go or you don't go it makes no difference you are a foolish boy there's no point going so i told him tell your uncle you can't come so he went away and i think the next day he called me and he said would you believe it do you know what happened i said what he said do you know what happened i said what he said he called his uncle and told his uncle uncle i can't come for the meeting and his uncle was quiet then asked him when can you come and he said oh i can come next week he said okay be postponed to next week he was shocked he said me pa tell them about you pa you you see when you are salty you are important yeah but when you are not salty you are useless choose what you want to be this week i said choose look at your neighbor i, I can't lick your face to test your saltiness but do you want do you want to be salty or you want to be a, a saltless person hallelujah i see you becoming a salty salt in the future amen it, it says in the teaching about salt jesus asked a soul searching question are you good for nothing it means are you salty are you good for nothing hallelujah ask yourself am i salty am i making a difference you you cannot add salt to anything and you won't taste it how many here know how to cook maybe you can't cook uh, some boys some boys hands are down you can boil rice is it properly boiled is it rice cooker <laughs> no, we can't do some how many can fry an egg oh there's hope yeah fry an egg and sprinkle a little salt on it or fry an egg and no salt it's very different and Jesus is asking are you good for nothing you know um we are in church to be encouraged but it's also a place for truth the church is the ground of truth you know in few places will anybody tell you the truth most places they'll tell you what they want what you want to hear and they know you want to hear i'm nice so tell the neighbor you are nice you see they are smiling though you are lying you see they are smiling you see they are smiling because we want to hear it 
even if the makeup didn't work this morning very well, you still are happy to hear you are nice. Oh, say one more time, you are nice. Say you are very nice. You are the nicest girl in the room. You see, you see, you see, you see what you are saying. It's not true, but they are happily listening to you. Right. But here, we, we need to speak the truth at a place. And the, and the first question this morning is, are you useful to God? Amen. Amen. Shake your neighbor. It's not me- melancholic time. Please hold the dress and shake. Hold the dress. At the back, at the back. Please don't sit alone. Hold, hold your dress. Hold the dress. And then, I don't want you to become brooding and morose and depressed. It's just a thinking question. Are you useless to God? I'm not just saying become depressed. I'm asking you a question. The answer is yes or no. What happens afterwards, we'll discuss. But are you useless to God? Are you salty or saltless? And it is, it is a question only you can answer. Because there are, there are some people who they are very keen witnesses on trotro and, and buses. I had a friend who used to board a bus, then he stand up and start preaching. He said it's not easy at all to stand up in a bus and preach. But he used to do it. And some of you, you, know, you have never done something before. Even your office mate hasn't heard that you are a Christian. Or your classmates. Or your friends. Some of you, when you come to your house, I'm asking for a sister. They say, which sister? So I'm from church. Which church? Does she go to church? Is he a church boy? What a shock. They can't believe it that you go to church even once a month. They can't believe it. Yeah. Are you salty? All through the Bible, we find God inviting people to himself. This is our usefulness to God. Why does God want you to come to him? Why is God interested in winning so many souls? What is, what is, it? What, what is God looking for from us? That is why when a man comes to you to offer you free lunch, chicken and KFC and things, the man you don't know, you ask him why, what is it? What do you want? Because you can't believe that a stranger will offer you a, a, a takeaway packet, everything for free. You are thinking, hand go, hand come. What will you ask in return for this fried rice and chicken? We are not sure that. So what does God want from us in giving us salvation? Why, why did God go so far out of his way to save us from our sins. What is he looking for? And he says, why does God want you to come to him because of this? Because God wants human beings to serve him, to worship him, and to come near to him. It is only when you serve God that you are useful to him. Hallelujah. It is important that you serve God and prevent yourself from being useless 
and valueless. Hallelujah. This morning, I want us to just to consider our relationship with God. To understand what God wants from us. Because it is our relationship that determines what we do. Um, when somebody is your father, you can easily ask him for thousands of CDs for rent or for other bills because he birthed you and he owes you an obligation. But when he's your friend, you are not freely able to ask so much. So what, what is God's relationship with us? And I'll tell you this morning. We have three connections with God. We have three connections with God. Connection number one, we are God's children. The born again experience. When you are born again as a Christian, being born is you are birthed into something, into a family, into a new life. When a man is born again, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are, be, are become new. You are a new creation. And so, being born again makes you a child of God. Hallelujah. Are, are you here this morning? And being a child of God puts you into a family. When you are born naturally, you are born into a family. So, in the same way, when you are born spiritually... You are born into a family. And that is why wherever you are born again, oftentimes that should be your church home. Where, where you meet Christ, that should be where you stay and become a Christian. Hallelujah. So, tell me about number one, you are a child of God. Amen. Number one, you are a child of God. Number two, anybody who has born children knows that your children that you bear, they are there also to serve. They are workers in your house. Amen. Exodus chapter 4 and verse 22. Anybody who has children? I mean, when you are a father, that is why many people tell me I'm washing for my father. Tell somebody it's correct. Oh, tell somebody it's correct. You should wash for your father. Amen. It is some way power to see a father sitting down at the pipe, washing his clothes, and there are children walking around. Is it correct? How many do some? You raise your hand this morning. It is out of order that young lady, your mother is in the kitchen cooking and you are lying on the sofa playing computer games or watching TV. How many do some? Ask anybody, confess this morning. How many do some? Your mother is busy working in the kitchen and you, young lady or young man, you are just relaxing your feet up watching TV. At least you should be there supporting her in the kitchen. Amen. And this is, this, you see, Genesis is God dealing with a family. 
it becomes a nation in Exodus. Because Genesis is Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then maybe Joseph and his brothers. Then it ends there when they go into Egypt. But now it says, this is the beginning of Exodus. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Verse 22. And I say unto thee, let my son go. That what? That what? I can't hear you. That what? He may serve me. Children are supposed. Who should dust and clean the house? Who should clean cobwebs? Who should clean the toilet? Who should go and scrub the plates and the pots? Hey, some of you are quiet. Check it out and say, who should work in the house of the parents there? Amen. Children are called to save. Hallelujah. Only because we have some children who are very poorly brought up. Some children who have become rebels. Or there's a house help in the house. So the children do nothing. But a child is called to serve. Let my son go that he may serve me. Tell, hold on the best dress. You are supposed to serve. Oh, hold that dress and you hold it well and push it and pull it. And tell the person, you are a useless child in the house if your father has to wash his car himself. Oh, tell your neighbor, hold him for me and tell them, you are a useless girl if your mother washes pots and pans. Shake the lady nearby. If you are angry, go to another church. Shake the neighbor nearby. If your mother, young man, are you here? Hey, are you here? You've gone to town. You have gone to town. You if your father washes clothes and you are alive, you are not correct. Ah, can can a fa- no no you 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 help me? Are there fathers here? Are there fathers here? What do you think? Your father, your daughter can wash for you. <laughs> Don't go and do child labor. <laughs> but okay, there are very few fathers here. What do you think? Should your mother wash when you are sitting there? Is it correct? Oh, is it correct? Let's vote. How many say once in a while should you wash and you rest? You are tired also. Raise your hand. Once in a while, she should wash. You two you are a human being. Are they why? You two you also have work. You have just come. She should wash. Can I see your hand? You, you, you think like that. So I can blast you in church. She shouldn't. Neither should a father wash when children are there. The Lord said. Israel is my firstborn. Let him go that he may serve me. And how many agree? Firstborn children, boy or girl, they work. Pa. How many are firstborn here? They work. Pa. They work, they sweat, they clean, they, and they carry their babies on their back. True or not true? Yes. Because a child is supposed to serve. Hallelujah. So your link with God, number one is you are a child. Write it down. Number two, you are a servant. You are a servant. It says, you will serve me without fear. You are a servant. We will serve him. You are a servant. Though you are a child. You are, you are firstly a child. Then secondly, you are a servant. Amen. Next time you are in your mother's house and she's washing, you must jump up. Amen. I, I'm not hearing the amens at all. Because you are students, you are on campus, you have gone for three months, 
No problem. When you land home that day, that same day, start cleaning. You say amen. amen. Yeah, the day you land, you say, oh, welcome back to be continued. Then you just start working straight away because you are the workers in the house. Hallelujah. So, number one, God is our father. And number two, God is our master. And we are servants in his house. And number three, John 15 and verse 15. Even though we are servants, verse 15, this is our relationship thereafter. And Jesus said, henceforth, I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I've called you friends. I've called you friends. So a proper child in his house is a child to his parents and a servant to his parents and a friend. And a friend. That is why you should be able to sit down and watch television with your mother or your father. Hey. But you see, you, you have not made them your friends. You have become like uh, conflicts, always quarreling and fighting. Your father should be your friend. Yeah. But many of us, we have drifted apart. We have, you see, many fathers are lonely in their own houses because their children don't have time for them. Even when they are with their children, these modern children, that's you. They are always on their phones. True or not true? True or not true? Even when you are with your mother in the same room or with your father in the same room, he's there and you are just on your phone. Yes, daddy. Is there food? Yes, there's food. Where? In the fridge. (laughs) And you are busy on your phone. And we haven't cultivated a friendship with our fathers. And, and, and some fathers didn't reach out. It's true. But many of you were not there. Some when you wake up in the morning, you are gone. Till sunset. How many were like that? When you wake up, you are gone. Can I see you? You raise your hand. It doesn't matter. Yeah. When you wake up, you are gone. And some people, every chance they get, they leave the house. You, you mind me this morning. Yeah. And when they go, they go and sit in their friend's house doing nothing just so that I won't go home. When I go home, they'll send me. When I go home, I'll wash and I'll scrub and I'll, I'll work. So in my friend's house, I can't work. And your friend too, because you're there, she too, she can't work. So you're all happy to sit down and not work. Hallelujah. But your children should be your friends. Amen. And they should be your servants. And they should be your children. That's how we are with God. Hallelujah. We are God's children. We are God's servants. And we are God's friends. We are able to talk to God. That is why you can tell God your heart's desire. Broken hearts are to be fixed every night. When you lie down on your bed and you are crying small, small, then you tell God what is in your heart. Only a friend can hear those things. Are you here this morning? And if we are called to be servants, 
that is, it is then that when you don't save, you become good for nothing. When, when you, are, you are supposed to be a servant, you are supposed to be, that is your role in the house. You, as a child, number one, number two is you are a worker. You are a servant in the house. How can there be a party in your house and you are lying down in your room? Cleaning, decorating, cooking, and you are lying down in your room. How is it possible? There's a gathering in your house. Friends are coming. Relatives are coming. And you are in your room on your, on your laptop. Or Why? I am not part. You are not part. Who is it? It's the family party. Hallelujah. It is only when we don't work for God that you become that designation good for nothing is applied to you. And then you are more than useless in life. May nobody be useless. This family is your family house. This house is our family house. So ask anybody, are you useful in this house? Hey, I ask, oh, please stop him. This is the family house. We are doing family party every Sunday. And every Friday we do family gathering. And every Tuesday we do family uh, retreats. Are you at the family gatherings? And are you any use in the family house? Do you help? This gathering, tap your neighbor and ask him, what did you do to make this gathering happen? Ask your neighbor, tap him, tap him for me. Tap him for me. What did you do to make this gathering happen? You just came. You just came. May God help us to find our role and our place in this house. May you not be a, a, a wayward child. May not be a child who is irrelevant in the house or a child who is not wanted or not needed, but be a child who is loved. You are a friend of your father. As your mother cooks, you want to even be there and be chatting with her and asking her things that only a mother can tell a daughter. And if you are a young man, you want to be with your father and hear things, advice from him. The, the role model, the natural role model of a child is his father or his mother. That's why I say, oh, I want to be like my father. That's the best compliment you can give your father. I want to be like you. I want to be like you, your mother. How did you do it? How did you come this far? Even if it's not far, it's further than I have come. How did you come this far? Then I will continue on my journey. And God will help us. Put your hands together this morning. Shall we stand to our feet? We'll continue next week on how to avoid not being useless. How many want to not be useless? You want to be useful. I want to be, I want to count in the house of God. I don't want to be just, uh, the, the, when I don't come, I'm not, nobody minds, nobody cares. No, no, no. I, I want to be useful. Hallelujah. And that is a turning point of your life. You'll be useful. You'll be useful. Tell somebody I'm a child. I'm a servant and I'm a friend. I belong here because I'm a child of this house. Because I belong here, I should help. I should do something. No matter how little. 
That is why you can see a little child holding a broom and sweeping back and forth, doing nothing but trying to help something. Why? I belong here. And I work here. And finally, this is my place of friends. I am loved here. This is where I, I belong. That is why I'm happy to be here every Sunday. You don't have to drag me here. You don't have to come and look for me again. I'm happy to come. This is where the Lord's presence is and there's fullness of joy. May God bless and keep us. May God change our mindset about church, about this family. May we have great joy every Sunday as we come together in this place. Put your hands together one more time. You want to bow your head this morning? You want to close your eyes? It begins to by, by being a child. It begins. It, that's the first stage, to be a child. And to be a child, you must know Jesus and receive him into your life. That is to be born again. To acknowledge your sins and to give in to him and give control over to him. And this morning you are here, you are not born again. You don't know what it means to be born again. You are not too sure. Are you born again? When you die, are you going to heaven? What will happen to you after you die? If you are here this morning and you are not sure, you are the one I'm talking to. You are the one I'm talking to. You are here. You want to go to heaven. You are not too sure. want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Wherever you are, if you are that person, do me a favor and lift your right hand. I want to go to heaven when I die. I'm not sure I'm born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. You are here. Just lift your right hand. Thank you. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. Listen, with your hand lifted, just come to me right now. Just come right now. With your hand lifted, just come. Just come. It begins by being a child. This is the beginning of a new life. Oh, clap for them as they come. It's a family party. It's a family party. I want us to pray this morning, my brother, my sister. This prayer, as we pray, Jesus will hear and answer. It's the most important prayer you have ever prayed in your life. Please pray after me. Dear Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins all the bad things I have done up to today. Wash them away by your sacrifice on Calvary that today I am new and fresh and clean. Change my heart. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. And Lord, prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life today I invite you Lord Jesus take control over my life over my heart today I surrender to you Jesus and today Jesus is my Lord my master my savior my best friend today I am born again. Father, thank you for my brothers, my sister, as we stand this morning to confess Jesus before this house. Thank you for the great grace that has made it possible 
for us to hear these this generous invitation from heaven let our lives not be the same again cause us to become sons and daughters of the most high god bless and keep us all in jesus name amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my head to his chest said my son's come home we believe the word of god has come through to you join us at the lighthouse chapel international bantama behind the confidence eating place listen every sunday at 9 30 a.m and 6 p.m every tuesday stay blessed he called me back.